We are back, buddy. Heading full speed in the lane, still getting it. Here's your host, Jimmy Gross. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Holy Santa Claus shit. Does it feel good to be back talking to you again? My name is Jimmy. This is my podcast, Mind Over Matter. And thank you so much for pressing play. This is actually going to be the Shit Happens podcast coming up here soon. A lot of you have expressed interest in that title change and rebranding. Just sounds attractive, right? Well, to some of you, it hasn't. Some of you have been like, yo, dude, uh, it's 2022, man. You can't be saying that shit anymore. You're going to offend somebody. You got to be kidding me. What happened to the whole freedom of speech thing? But anyway, I digress. Just to ease your suffering or to ease your disliking of the title change. I'm going to add an exclamation point over the eye in shit. So technically it doesn't count because it doesn't have all the appropriate lettering. <laughs> but anyway, whether it's morning or afternoon or nighttime when you're pressing play, thank you for showing your support. I'm so excited to be back. And if you are, or you just like this episode in general, share it on your social media, share it on your Facebook, on your Twitter, on your Instagram, Post the story of it. Tag me. Let me know you're listening. And some of you old bastards out there are probably like, story? What the fuck is that? Get with the times, damn it. Or ask your kids because they're probably posting a lot of shit on TikTok or doing a bunch of stories and shit on Instagram. I don't know. But anyway, a lot of new exciting things coming your way on this podcast, including this background drop to start us off with an intro. A lot of new things I'm going to be implementing. They're going to be a huge learning curve for me, but I definitely think it's going to be more attractive and appealing to you, the listener. At least I certainly hope so. And something that just came off the top of my head, so we're just going to roll with it because that's how we do things here on this podcast, is we're going to start with a little bit of trivia before we get into our topic of humility today, which is why you press play because you want to hear me fuck up and say something stupid. But we're going to start with one, <laughs> one, one simple yet funny trivia question for all of you listening out there just to keep you smiling and entertained and locked in for what's to come okie dokie as promised our one trivia that quite Strike that, reverse it, as promised. Here's our one trivia question for you. So, who was the winner 
of Super Bowl 56. Again, who was the winner of Super Bowl 56? I can tell you it was a eh, fairly decent game. It didn't really heat up to the last couple minutes of the game. But for the third and final time, who was the winner of Super Bowl 56? I can tell you one thing. It is not the Dallas Cowboys. Let's just go ahead and play that back one more time. Give me those fucking tears, Cowboy fans. Woo! Oh, yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, the answer, yes, is indeed not the Dallas Cowboys, which thank God it was not. Cowboy fans are the absolute fucking worst. Pardon my French. The $1 million answer to this trivia question is the Los Angeles Rams. That was just a meatball right down the middle. But I just had to slip that Cowboy stuff in there just for all of you Cowboy fans out there. But that's enough. Let's get to it. Let's talk a little bit about humility. All right, gang, so humility. Before we get there, just a couple seconds. I want to let you know whether you're a new listener or you're an old listener, maybe you forgot. This is a one-time thing, one take. Everybody knows the rules. I press the record button, and we let her rip. That's it, one time. There's no redos. There's no edits. There's no go-backs, there's no whoopsies, even though they, they actually come out raw on the microphone. What you see is what you get. What you hear is from the heart, and that to me is what matters most. I hate politics. I've never fucking voted in my entire life. Fun fact. Never will. I hate politics, and in particular, I hate politicians. They're fake fucking people who try to get them to believe their ideologies and conform to their ideas, which in return brainwashes individuals into thinking a particular individual's way. It does not give them individualized freedom for them to be able to say or do things on their own, what they feel in their hearts. So this for me, doing my own podcast, is an opportunity for me to freely express myself, my opinions, my viewpoints, and let you know who I am and speak from the heart. So it's not just this episode, it's every episode moving forward. I hope that you can take some, something away from that. I hope that means something to you, that you're always going to get the realest fucking truth from me. And I'm never going to be somebody I'm not. I'm never going to coward because I'm afraid of being an unpopular person or pissing people off. I don't give a flying fuck. Newsflash, if you didn't know that already. I do not give a flying fuck what people think about me. Because I have my inner circle. I have my people that matter to me most. I have the best fucking job in the world. What more could I ask for? So I'm not worried about what anybody thinks. I'm worried about playing my part as a part of the team to try to make my people and my circle and even people around me better. 
And that to me is my own personal definition of humility, which we're about to talk about here in just a second, which actually segues me into the first topic of me wanting to tell you my own personal definition of humility. And then after that, I want to talk about three different things about humility. We're going to talk about false humility. We're going to talk about the definition of humility, according to the Google. And then we're going to talk about the paradox and leadership styles between confidence and cockiness, which in lieu ties in with humility as well. But before we get to those three different things, I do want to say in general, this is a very sensitive topic. This is controversial. A lot of people have different opinions, contrasting opinions, different thoughts and viewpoints. But this is my podcast, my perception, and you're listening to it. If you disagree, nothing wrong with that at all. I'd also love to hear what you have to say. I'm not a coward. So if you want to post something in the comments below this episode or you don't like it or you just want to flip me off, cool. I probably won't flip you off back. I want to listen to what you have to say, which is actually another important part of humility, which we're just about to talk about. So I will start by saying before I tell you what humility means to me is that a lot of people take humility and what they perceive humility to be and use it as a weapon. They hold it over people's heads. They make them feel like a piece of shit. And people start to believe and conform to those ideologies, just like the politician stuff we talked about just a couple seconds ago and why I hate politicians. Because people start to believe what they know. They start to conform to habits. And that habit comes in the form of things that they hear or negative or positive self-talk. The mind is a very powerful thing, hence the topic or hence the title of this podcast, which is about to change, called Mind Over Matter. And people using humility as a weapon and holding it over people's heads and jingling it like a fucking bell is what those three topics I just talked to you about are parallel with. But before we talk about those three different topics, which will that that will that will be the controversial part that'll probably piss some people off, but that's good. I at least want to let you know what humility means to me before we talk about the stuff that's probably going to make people mad. All right. So again, this is my opinion. Okay. I don't know what I'm about to say because this first take, but let's see. Humility to me is twofold. And I just, as I said, I fucking hit my microphone. So if it just does like, that's why, sorry. Humility to me is twofold. Number one of those two parts is your ability to be coachable, which is your ability to listen, to do more listening than you do talking. You have two ears one mouth. And part two of that twofold answer is what you do to give back. How you teach, how you educate, how you help somebody better themselves. Because once they better themselves, they're going to have a passion inside them to better other people around them as well. So again, to me, the core definition of humility even though it's not the Merriam-Webster definition of humility, 
It's your ability to be coachable and it's your ability to teach, to give back. That to me is the ultimate sign of humility. And sure, like I said, there's a lot of other people, there's a lot of opinions out there. There's a lot of other different things that humility encompasses, but that at least to me are my two big pillars in my mind. And I wanted you to hear that before we talk about what we're about to talk about here in a second, because it's going to change or shift. There's going to be a little bit of a paradigm shift here. So I don't want you to get confused with what I'm about to say with my own definition of humility. Humility is very, very important. Most of you are firefighters listening to this, and we understand that humility is a top three word that gets tossed around like fucking candy in the fire service. But in our line of work, it is very, very important to do more listening than it is talking, especially if we have little experience. And we just need more time. Even if you have a lot of time on the job. There's nothing wrong with keeping your mouth shut. There's nothing wrong with learning something new, learning different ideologies, adding more tools to the toolbox, even though some of you hate that, that metaphor. Our job in particular, because it is a people-first oriented job, should make us want to listen to people even more to gain that perspective, to listen to these ideologies, to soak people up like a sponge, which is my, one of my big pillars of humility. Because then we, when we listen to these people, when we gain this insight, when we go to these trainings, when we run more calls, when we gain more years of experience, when we receive more knowledge, then we can teach, we can pass that on, and we can give back. Humility is so, so important in the fire service. But what we're about to talk about right now is where a lot of people take humility and use it as a weapon. So as much as I love it, as much as I think it's important in our job in the fire service, and even if you're listening to this and you're not a firefighter, I apologize for one because a lot of people who listen to this are in the fire service, but even if you're not, you should be able to extrapolate some meaning from this or some value from this and be able to correlate it to your pertinent, to your pertinent situation or where you work. It should, you should be able to pick up what I'm putting down. So, like I said, I just wanted you to hear that first, okay? Now we're going to get into the good shit. The shit that's probably going to stir the pot, make some people mad. So we talked about the positive side of humility, why it's important. Now I'm going to tell you why I think at least the definition of humility, which we're going to talk about first in our first point, is something that irritates me, it agitates me, it makes me fucking cringe. Because this is when people start to use humility in retrospect or the antithesis of the definition of which I said, which is of value to me. So what I want to do is I wanted to go to the Google. And like I said, this is, this is raw. I'm typing this in right now. Humility. We're going to go to the top of the Google. H-U-M-I-L-I-T-Y. Humility. Okay, so here's the definition, point number one. The definition of humility. If you go on Google, you'll see the first thing I do. A modest or low view of one's own importance. 
It's like a semicolon and then humbleness. A modest or low view of one's own importance. Humbleness. So, what I will say, because I talked about the fire service and how we talk to people, how we listen to people, how we gain this insight, this knowledge, this experience, over those years of conversation, you can learn a lot about people. You can, you can read people's body language, even patients that you go on or residents that you respond to. You can read body language pretty well over time, but just talking to people. So in doing that, one thing I did take the time to actually look up in lieu with the definition of humility that I just portrayed to you and told you from the Google there are a couple different things why that definition pisses me off. But the big thing that pisses me off and the sub points we're about to talk about is self-esteem, low self-esteem. When you have a low or modest view of yourself, you have very little confidence in yourself. And we talk about in the fire service all the time how important confidence is to be a competent firefighter, to be a competent paramedic, to be a competent EMT. So let's dive into it. So what are the different things of low self-esteem? You have self-doubt and you worry about it. Even after making a decision, people who have low self-worth often worry that they've made the wrong choice. They're constantly doubting themselves. If you have low self-esteem, you also have trouble accepting positive feedback. So think about a time you've given somebody a compliment and they're like, eh, I don't really believe you or something to that degree. That's a pretty, that's a pretty shitty example. <laughs> but positive feedback is often met with suspicion and distrust because they've been treated like shit. They don't think they're important. They think that they're of no value. So they start to conform to those ideologies, just like the politician. Third time's the charm, baby. You're starting to, I'm starting to fucking brainwash you. The complimentary words do not align with their beliefs about themselves. So people with self-esteem issues may even feel that other person is being flippant or even cruel. Interesting. Negative self-talk. I mean, I, even somebody with high self-esteem probably does this sometimes too. But low self-esteem causes people to focus on their flaws rather than their strengths. Not good. Fear of failure. Holy Santa Claus shit. If this doesn't have fire service written all over it right here. Fear of failure. Because they lack confidence in their abilities, people with low self-esteem doubt their ability to achieve success. While they might fear failure, they tend to either avoid challenges or give up quickly without really trying. So let me just say, that doesn't mean that everybody who works in the fire service is a piece of shit, fear of, afraid of failure, so on and so forth. Do not think that at all because that's not what I'm saying. But you know a lot of people in your department that are scared to make decisions, that are scared to do things, that are scared to you know, just, just make a decision because of fear of repercussion because of fear of failure, because they have low self-esteem. They have no fucking confidence in themselves. They constantly have to revert to other people or they constantly doubt themselves. So they're not sure if what they're doing is right. 
And in the fire service, or even just if you're a normal person listening to this in the workforce, that's a fucking problem. That's not a fucking leader. And that person could become a severe fucking detriment to you or everybody else around you. Not good. Poor outlook, lack of boundaries. This is an interesting one. Trying to please others. People-pleasing can also be another common symptom of low self-esteem. In order to gain external validation, people who don't feel good about themselves may go above and beyond to make sure that other people are comfortable and happy. Now, that just fucking has, I guess, gotten my feels because I try to please people. So maybe I have low (laughs) self-esteem. This often involves neglecting their own needs, saying yes to things they may not want to do, and feeling guilty about saying no i.e. not having a pair of nuts. I would beg to think that I do in comparison to most. And then the really big thing is impact of low self-esteem, anxiety, eating disorders, emotional distress, panic disorder, risky behavior, social anxiety disorder, canceling last minute plans, not wanting to do shit with other people, you know, being super aggressive or verbally confrontational, uh, lashing out all the time, not wanting to listen to people, cutting people off, so on and so forth. This, it, it has a lot of, th- there's just a lot of shit that low self-esteem encompasses. I think you pick up what I'm putting down. But the point, what I'm trying to say and where this can, humility can be negative in this sense is that from a personal perspective and from a personal perspective where that can also start to affect them in a professional setting as well. So just some food for thought. Point number two, false humility. So this is something that agitates the shit out of me. All right. And this is probably going to be the most controversial part of them all. I wish more people would take pride in what they do for one, but two, I wish that they would own what they're good at. Because when you own what you're good at, you then allow yourself energy or desire to want to share that. When you have a low sense or a low self-esteem or a low sense of self-importance, even though you may be a really fucking smart person, you're not going to want to stand up and stand out and teach and educate or initiate anything out of fear of perception, out of fear of what other people are going to think or say about you. So you're just going to be the fucking sheep that just sits around and does nothing and nothing ever fucking gets done. So in a sense, false humility, which I'm about to give you a definition from the Google again, to me, before I give you the actual definition, means growing a fucking pair of nuts, standing up for yourself, knowing that there's other people who need you out there, other people who deserve to learn from you and who want to learn from you. And if we want to make the fire service, there's another fire service example. If if we want to make the fire service better than we found it, Part of that's to be an educator. It's to teach. It's to pass on knowledge. And we can't do that if we are constantly worried about being the popular person in the room. If you have something important to say, say it. It's the same shit we tell people on the fire ground. If you see it, say it. Because it's not just one person involved. It's everybody. And everybody has something to bring to the table. That's my personal opinion. But false humility. This is again on the Google. Typing it in. False humility. False humility is displaying humility 
when you've got no reason to be humble or when you don't really feel humble. I'll be honest, I'm, I'm a kind of a grammar freak and that just kind of made my my fucking brain cringe. It's like taking like your nails on the chalkboard and dragging them down the chalkboard. It says, false humility is displaying humility when you've got no reason to be humble or when you don't really feel humble. It's just, okay, we're just going to roll with it. Since others value humility, false humility is usually a strategy to gain the benefits of coming across as truly humble. This is exactly what I just talked about about 45 seconds ago. And if this doesn't have fire service again written all over it, I don't know what does. And again, like I said to my positive screen of humility and what it means to me, being humble as a firefighter is important. It's important because you need to soak shit up like a fucking sponge. But what irritates me about this on the antithesis and opposite side of the spectrum is that there are a lot of confident people and competent people who one, need to be in a leadership position, a leadership role, or two, are just smart and need to share some more shit with people to learn, they're not going to want to do it because of what other people think. Again, that perception or that fear of what other people are going to think of them for standing out or saying something, even though that the other person might not agree with it. So what does that person do? They strategize to gain the benefits of coming across as truly humble by doing absolutely fucking nothing, waiting their turn. Now, here's the thing, is that, is, do you always need to say something? Do you always need to be the center of attention? No. Is it beneficial sometimes to just keep your fucking mouth shut and not say a word? 100%. You don't need to be the initiator every single time. But if something's being fucked up or something's not being done right, stand up and say something. If you think something that could be done better, have the balls to say, you know, here's my opinion. What do you think? Because that to me is another learning point. That's to me how you teach and educate is you listen to more ways than one of how to do something. Because there's in the fire service, again, another fire service example, there's a lot of different ways to get shit done. And the one way that's on the sheet of paper or that's in the policy is not always the way to do things. It's the same thing with a medical protocol. And then some of you just fucking cringe when I said that about the medical protocol. Just because we have shit doesn't mean we need to give it. Just because it's outlined in the book doesn't mean you have to follow it directly to the fucking dot of the I to the cross of the T. It's there as a guideline. But some people view humility as a guideline and something they have to follow. And that is not true, at least to me. Point number three. The paradox in leadership between confidence and cockiness. So this is an interesting one. Uh, this came up in my Facebook comments online after I said I was doing an episode about humility. So I appreciate that individual for giving me this thought. Again, this is my opinion. This is raw. This is natural. Haven't pressed pause at any point in time. Haven't exited out. Nothing. So if you disagree, that's fine. That's cool. No big deal. Let me know. But to me, confidence means that you have experience. And you let your actions do the talking. 
the cockiness or the cocky individual is the person that does not teach, that does not educate, either one, because they're scared, or two, because they're incompetent. And three, they feel better putting people down because they themselves are already at a low point as well. They're doing more talking than they are talking or teaching or educating or bettering. They're bringing everybody else down to their level, which is not humble. So there's a lot of different ways you can look at this. There's a lot of different ways you can twist this, turn this, spin this, whatever. But to me, again, I'll use a fire service example. Confidence is the individual who's out there doing the shit. It's the person who's out there putting their gear on. It's the person who's out there leading the trainings. It's the person out there instructing, but then showing people by their own example, even though that they know in their own mind that, hey, I might fuck this up. But that to me is a leader because that leader took initiative and that leader is not fearful of perception. And even if they do fuck up, that leader understands through many, many failures that success comes from failure. And newsflash, if you didn't know this already, take this for what you will. People love to be around those types of people. That, enti- that type of environment right there is where learning gets done. That's where camaraderie and brotherhood and building bonds with each other is done. Because then you can learn and grow and educate and teach from one another in that confident environment, knowing that what stays in this group is confidential. There's no lashing out. There's no you know, treating people like shit, talking down to people. It's a comfortable environment where people can learn in that helps build confidence in one another through seeing their action, which then makes them confident on the fire ground or on an EMS scene or whatever it is to help the citizens that are in need. That type of leadership is infectious. But on the other side of the spectrum, the cocky individual, the person who is about to get humbled, does not give a shit until bad shit happens. And that cocky individual who thinks, eh, I've been here whatever amount of years. I've done it a handful of times about five years ago. I'm good. I don't need to do shit anymore. Like I said, that's the person who's about to get humbled. But not only are they going to get humbled, somebody else is going to get fucked up in their own wrongdoing. Somebody else is going to get hurt or somebody else is going to get killed. They think they're immune until they see they are not. But sometimes that does not come at their own expense. It comes at the expense of others. And that to me is bullshit. Absolute fucking bullshit. So again, this is something that is raw. It's from the heart. One take. 25-ish and counting minutes as I can see on my computer. A lot of other things that could be said. A lot of other opinions. A lot of great things that could be said. But this is mine. And I certainly hope that if you've made it this far that you can appreciate that value that I tried to add or that different perspective because perspective to me is everything. It should be everything to you. And that's the beauty of doing something like this being a podcast is that you can go listen to a million fucking different people and get a million different perspectives. It makes you understand people. But that to me in and of itself is a beautiful thing because that makes us better as firefighters because the more people you understand and the better you get at working with different types of people because different types of people come into the fire service with different types of backgrounds, the better type of environment you can create, 
the stronger team you can create and the healthier and more positive culture you can cultivate. So that's why I love doing this shit. I may say a bunch of stupid things. You may, say, um, you may hear some things that you disagree with, but I'm cool with it. Because then I can have a conversation with other people and hear that perspective, hear their likes and dislikes, so on and so forth. So now I'm rambling. But I just want to say thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this. I hope it added some value to your day or, like I said, just a different perspective. I'd like to make this you know, a regular thing, but not as regular <laughs> as we used to a couple years ago because I was just pumping content out, content out, content out all the damn time. And it just became too, too much where I couldn't focus on, you know, exercise and eating healthy other things. Cause there's, this is a lot of time to do this, a ton of time. It's more than just press and record. And if you have not spoken into a microphone before, I challenge you to try it because you'd be amazed at how sometimes you get like all tense and you forget what you're going to say. You freak out and you don't know what to do. And you say, fuck it. I'm good. Same thing with getting in front of a camera, but that's a different thing. But if you did like this episode, like I said at the beginning, please make sure to share it. Tag me on your story, whatever it is. Let me know that you're listening to it because that helps build this platform too. And this isn't about fame. This isn't about getting rich because I don't make anything from this. But this is a way for me to spread. I think of what more people need to hear. And that's people with heart. And that's people with an opinion. And people who are not afraid just to speak their mind. To me, that's valuable and it's rare. And I guess that's my selling point for you <laughs> to get you to also invest in me and this platform. So again, I appreciate your time. I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you on our next episode. I'm going to want to ask y'all what you're going to want to hear about. So be on the lookout for some Facebook post, an Instagram post, or something like that. We'll toss it up. We'll see what the people want to hear. And hopefully have something out to you next week. I'll make sure to keep you updated. Y'all be well. We'll see you.